WMUN is news talk, sports talk, community talk, the talk of Muncie. Yeah, we have music stations too, but we are very pleased and proud to be connected to all kinds of movers and shakers. This particular one is one of our favorite regular guests, the 5th District Congresswoman from the great state of Indiana, Victoria Sparts. Hello, and how are you today? Good morning. Good morning, Steve. It's always a pleasure to be back home in the district and talk to normal people. So I'm doing much better when I'm in Indiana. Normal people in Indiana as opposed to the crazies in D.C. That's that's something there. I understand you have some in-person events uh, coming up uh, today, tomorrow, and the following day, these town halls. Yes, yes, we have uh, three town halls we're doing in three counties. We have in um, Hamilton County uh, this afternoon. We have one on, in Grant County on Saturday, but we also have one in Delaware County in Yorktown, uh, the uh, town council uh, place uh, from 11 to 1. So be happy if you people would stop by and we can talk about it. You know, it's very uh, honest and open conversation. We don't filter questions. We don't. We just really just discuss uh, issues that are uh, important for the people in the district, and also gives me an opportunity to talk directly to my constituents. So it's no spin, no <laughs> media, you know, um, bias. It's just truly honest conversation. Well, no media bias on this radio station. That's for sure. I'm, I'm just kidding. Chase Bruton is the town manager of Yorktown. I'm not sure he's going to be able to attend. I think he might be traveling, but typically on Fridays when he is there, he and his staff wear Hawaiian shirts. So maybe you could kind of join the club as far as what you choose to wear for the Yorktown town hall visit. Just a suggestion. Okay, that might be sounds good for this weather to try to bring some vibrancy. So I might take that as a note for me. Hey, uh, we, so I will blame you if I show up in Hawaii, and it is not true. Well, and no, I'm no, going to look real stupid. Well, first, I'm going to make sure that I blame you for that. You could certainly do that. Steve Lindell has broad shoulders. That's perfectly fine. Now, they may dress up because, for heaven's sakes, a congresswoman is in their midst. But it is tradition that they do that on Fridays there at Chase Bruton's uh, bequest. A quick question here. Have you decided to reconsider and still run anyway? <laughs> well, I have. I guess I have a few weeks to decide for sure. I know. That's um, why I'm, I'm asking. Gonna, <laughs> I'm going to see what is going to happen next week. This is going to be a very important week. Um, a lot of big issues that I've been working on um, uh, will be either moved or not moved or resolved and at least need to understand you know i i just want to make sure that i deliver on some big issues and unfortunately i hate to say my republicans hasn't haven't been as good in fighting and winning as they should be and this is winning for the people it's very hard to do i know because there is no lobby for the people in washington dc but we are in charge in the house and we have to take few issues that are very, very key is border security issues like that and have to really hold the ground. So we'll see. I'm going to have a serious conversation with our new speaker. Uh, I think he's a good human being, but definitely uh, been not very effective recently. And if he is not serious about that, I need to think what to do and if I need to 
try to do the things with hopefully yeah. <laughs> from my perspective with different administration. Yeah, I, I uh, thought of it. And by the way, you did not say no to my question, which was, are you con- reconsidering running again? I'm making a note of that. Thank you very much, Victoria Sparks. I'm not trying to pin you. I'm just trying to uh, hear what you're thinking, and we appreciate your thoughts. Uh, you mentioned the Speaker of the House. There has been, as you full well know, uh, some more chatter about maybe we need to uh, replace this one again because of various and sundry. Uh, what is your uh, stance on that, if that were to be uh, coming up again in the very near future? Well, listen, I think, you know, I mean, um, new speaker has good heart and good intent. You know, he inherited a lot of issues from the previous speakers that really didn't want to govern. You have to fight with him to govern, you know. I mean, really, with a lot of pressure, he was going to only to do it. But he also, I think, you know, I think there are, it's really a combination of an issue. First of all, you know, he's leading a group of people where a lot of people not really want to govern, and he has a tight majority. So a lot of people do the talk, come to the district and say how their fight is, but when push comes to shove, they're not willing to really, you know, be strong and really fall under pressure of big money of Washington, D.C. And these are a lot of people, you know. It's a big majority of Republican conference. If you see, like, when we go in the trenches and the tough issues, very few people only willing to stand up. So I think that's a challenge he has. And, you know, he has a very, you know, diverse group of people. But I think on some issues we probably could be organized, like issues of debt and border security. I don't think Republicans have been as effective on offense uh, with the other side. Uh, we are very good going on TV and doing presentations. But it's like in the military. There is different tactics and strategy going offense or defense. And on offense, we haven't been as effective. And I don't think the speaker has been doing enough of offensive operations through his political career. <laughs> it's different. I've done plenty of them. That's why you develop skills, especially on tough issues. So uh, I think he's, he's struggling right now to win against the Senate that has you know, and the president that's been in the trenches and politicking for a very long time. And they know how Washington, D.C. work. But um, I think we will need to see how Mike is going to uh, be able to stand. But a lot of people are upset, and um, I think he might have some challenges. And I, I like him. He's a good person. But I gave him some feedback and probably not very friendly. Hey, last time we talked, 5th District Congresswoman Victoria Sparts on WMUN. I'm Steve Lindell. Uh, we ran out of time at the end, and you were gracious enough to give me uh, some of your reflections on, on January 6th. Our, our uh, interview was just a couple of days before uh, that date. And you mentioned at the end of our conversation that you had received, not you, but the Congress had received some instructions that day and that they were questionable-type instructions. And I I wondered if we might cycle back to that. Can you share with us what was behind the scenes happening and and what you were referring to in that regard? Well, listen, you know, actually, you know, I was my, like, third day on the job, I think, you know, and that was very interesting that when we uh, came to the chambers, uh, you know, and I – I, I drink a lot of coffee, so we used to have um, in uh, office of uh, that time he was a 
minority leader, Kevin McCarthy, that's right by the chamber, and he, it's the only place you can get coffee. So I would go back and forth because when you're in the chamber, you don't see anything. There are no windows, nothing. So you don't see what's happening outside. But I would go back and forth in the office, and I would see the crowds and how loud things are getting over there. So I came to the chamber, and I told uh, – our security people, I said, listen, I, you know, uh, surgeon of arms, that's the people that secure the chamber. I said, like, I don't think since, you know, since like, since they're getting pretty loud outside, I think we probably need to do something and leave the chamber. They're like, no, 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 go in the chamber. I'm like, mm, I'm not sure if I want to stay in the chamber. We have like a clock room that only has like three doors, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and the chamber has a lot of doors. And they're like, no, everyone goes in the chamber. Everyone goes in the chamber. I was like, well, I'm not sure if that's a good place. I think we need to get out. It's getting loud. It's hard to say, but I could hear a lot of, you know, things kind of through the windows. And sure. I'm like, that doesn't look very good. We really need to go. The members need to get out. We can really put recess and everything else. No, they put, are pushing us all over the chamber. Well, I thought maybe they have, you know, that like steel doors coming down and everything. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Then I thought like maybe that's why they do that because otherwise it doesn't make sense to have like, I don't know, it has maybe over 30 doors, you know, like uh-huh. up and down. And uh-huh. I'm like, you know, and then I'm like, we keep doing that. And then I'm like, so I keep going back and forth. And I said, we have to get out. And I don't even know how to get out, where to go. I'm a new member. And, and you then just, you just they got there, right? Yeah. yeah. They held us. Yeah, I just got there. So I keep like demeaning and and I said, that doesn't look good. I don't think we should be here. We should really, regardless of what it is, you know, you have a, a large group of upset people. Things can happen always like that, right? It could be something done on purpose to get people upset. But you have a large group of people. Like, why do we need to hold that chamber when, you, you know, it's happening? They have us, I think I look at the time for over like 45 minutes over. They continue doing this. Then they said, like, then they told to us, okay, put like a gas mask, you know, on. And I'm like, I'm like, are you kidding me? Like, huh. this is crazy. You know, what are you going to do with this gas mask? You can't even walk with them. They're allowed. Then I said, get under the chairs. You know, that they're bulletproof. You can't even get your head under the chair. I'm like, are you crazy? I'm not getting under this chair. I said, we need to get out. I kept demanding and talking to all of them that we have to get out. And until the point when we actually had the crowd so close and saw some shots, it's actually when they, you know, killed uh, one of the um, ladies, girls that actually was there, you know, that's when they said, okay, I think we need to get out. I'm like, seriously? So so I actually was the one, led it, and had a bunch of members followed me. And then we came and kind of in where our train is. And, you know, and our, you know, uh, police, uh, Capitol Police ran out the direction and abandoned us. I'm like, wow, I don't even know where to go. And all these people followed me. So we came to, they told us to go to some place. I came to this place. I'm like, oh, my gosh, it has a bunch of windows. That's the wrong place to be. So I kept looking for someone to find how with a lot of older members how to get out to bring them somewhere. And then eventually I said, okay, guys, after I brought them to some other place, I said, uh, you guys on your own now. I'm going to back to my office. I'm not dealing with this because I felt much better back in my office than with this crowd, you know, people that, you know, with no security. So that was very strange how, you know, they were wanted to members to stay there for very long. And that's why I wrote a letter next day. You know, and I, I don't understand. I mean, the Senate left right away when as soon as people you know, get through the door. And you don't know what's happening. It could be a variety of people. People could take advantage of the situation. You don't know what's happening. But to help us after the people broke through and get into the, you know, the building for another about 45 minutes, 
didn't make sense. And Nancy Pelosi never responded. What was happening? Why we stayed in the chamber? Because it did pose a lot of problems, including for Capitol Police, which was understaffed. They never answered that question clearly why it happened. But then why why do you hold members in the chamber? That didn't make sense to me. Thank you for sharing that uh, firsthand account. Uh, I appreciate that very much. And uh, we appreciate your work, too. Congresswoman Victoria Sparts, always a pleasure to talk to you. We appreciate your work and uh, look forward to our next conversation. Well, always a pleasure, and I hopefully, you know, you can join us. Some of the people come and we can discuss a lot of issues, a lot of big issues on the agenda right now, and hopefully we will hold the ground on some of them, but always a pleasure. All right, very good. Congresswoman Victoria Sparts this morning live on WMUN, and uh, as we have talked about before with the Congresswoman and, and with other uh, members that uh, might have been there uh, that day, that particular day, uh, to say that it was uh, scary, confusing, uh, dangerous, difficult, I mean, I can think of a whole bunch of adjectives, uh, would be, uh, well, an understatement. Uh, nice to talk this morning as we are talking about what people need to know around here. Dense fog advisory is another thing that we have to deal with, and we might have this again tomorrow. We'll cover that have a lot more to talk about as Delaware County Today continues this morning on WMUN.